At First Bank Hampton, we are focused on our customers' big dreams. Hi, this is Colleen Mortz. Whether you're planning for retirement, purchasing your first home, or starting a business of your own, let us help you make those dreams come true. As a community bank, we want to see local people succeed and our communities prosper and grow. If you're ready to pursue your dreams, we're here, ready to help you succeed. First Bank Hampton is an equal housing lender and member FDIC. Welcome to the First Bank Hampton Newsmaker Program. Newsmaker is an informative local broadcast presented Monday through Friday on 104.9 KLMJ with interviews available in their entirety online at radioonthego.com. Each day, newsmakers from Hampton, Franklin County, and around the broadcast area visit with Radio On The Go about events, meetings, public policy, and issues affecting our area. And now, here's today's Newsmaker Program presented by First Bank Hampton, home of Nest Egg. Today we are joined by Hampton-Dumont Superintendent Aaron Becker as we're going to get an update on what's going on here with the school year. Just a couple of months left here in this 22-23 school year. Hard to believe that as he's wrapping up his first year here at HD. And Aaron, of course, we always appreciate the time. Thank you for having me. And you're right, it is hard to believe that we're on the downhill side of the school year. Doesn't always feel that way with the the weather as it has been here recently. But, you know, we're seeing that we're working towards the end of the third quarter and moving into that fourth quarter of the school year here soon. Yeah, when that winter sports season dies down, that usually seems all of a sudden you're with a few months left and it's off to the summer. So obviously the big thing we've been talking about the last few times we visited is school facility updates and all that. Last time we talked, it's been about reaching out to community, reaching out to each community, I say, around Hampton-Dumont anyway, just kind of explaining what you guys want to do in the future, how you're going to pay off certain things, what projects are taking place. So maybe just an update on where you're at there. Currently, we haven't had a community meeting here just recently in the last few weeks to a month. We're hoping to have one here in the next couple weeks, but it's something that we just feel like it's important to have that community input. But uh, the most current thing that's going to be happening as far as with facilities or potential to update, maintain facility is a revenue purpose statement vote on March 7th. That's something that the the school board called for the approved for calling for the election. On that date, it is a special election. It's basically extending our save fund, basically what people know as the state penny, and it's funding that we currently are getting, but we just going to be getting it up through uh, 2030. We had to vote to extend that, that state penny out to 2050. So that's what this upcoming vote is. It's not a new tax, and I think that's something that people just need to remember, that it is not a new tax to anybody. It's something that we're currently receiving throughout the state. We're just extending it from 2030. Uh, We're going to extend it out to the 2050 mark, hopefully, if that election passes, and then we can borrow against that money that we would be getting all the way out through 2050. So that's something that we could then use some of that money that's generated to maintain facilities or start to work towards some of the planning that the community group has been talking about, trying to address some of the priorities within within the district. Is there some minor priorities that you have just right now, maybe in the next few months or maybe during the summer months in? Something that's coming up in the, the summer months as far as what we're currently planning is the the Southside HVAC project. And that's something I think within the district they've been talking about for many years is to update the HVAC system within Southside and just got to be too expensive in the past. And so this year we just went back to the drawing board 
and talked to architects and engineers and really thought through what we really need in that building and see if we can't get the the cost adjusted. And so we uh, went back to the drawing board and I think the last time we worked on it was roughly in the three and a half to to four million dollar mark where right at the moment we're looking at a estimated mark about 1.7 to 1.8 million dollars at this point to get that HVAC system put in place. So we're really happy with the progress. We've already done the the pre-purchasing of the equipment so that's going to eventually be stored somewhere else until we're ready for that project in June. And so we hope to start that project in June and then the the plan to be done with that would be probably about the second week in August. So we're excited that we can make this project happen. Again, we are joined by Hampton-Dumont Superintendent Aaron Becker getting an update on the current school year, any facility upgrades they are doing here in the next few months as he alluded to that HVAC project at Southside starting. Once school is out, that's going to be here before we know it. Now, another thing that's been brought up, this was something that was planned, my thinking, before you took the job here at Hampton-Dumont, where some position at the end of this current school year will be cut or won't exist, however you want to put it. Just kind of explain to our audience kind of how that came about. It happened before you even came here, but just kind of the reasoning behind those positions being cut. You know, one thing just I want to clarify with people, I just got done talking about building projects. The funding for all those building projects come out of a different fund than what we would be on what we call the general fund to pay salaries and benefits and so on for our staff within the district. So I just need people to understand that there is a big difference. There's different pots of money that we're working with that we can do projects versus what we can do for salaries and benefits. And so, yeah, I I think this is something that I don't think any superintendent or any district ever wants to be in a budget reduction timeframe or a mode. And so I do think that this is something that was talked about in the past, but also something that we're just noticing that where as far as enrollment really drives our general fund enrollment of students and you know over the last 10 years or so we've had declining enrollment by quite a bit and so that you know you get about $7,500 from the state for each student and so when you lose lose students that obviously impacts how you can pay for staffing to make sure that we provide the education and the services for students and so as declining enrollment happens you know really have to look at your budget of what we can afford each year to be able to provide services for students. Yeah, we've had to make over a million dollar reduction within the district, which is which is a lot. We hope that we don't have to do that in the future, but you know, constantly having to look at the budget, making sure it's balanced and that we can do everything we can for kids, but at the same time, we hope that we can draw students in, families in, you know, working with business and industry, our Franklin County Development Association to look at housing developments or business developments coming in that obviously bring families and students in, into the district too. So we have to work together with one another to make sure that we have an enrollment that is steady and continuing to grow. So that's something that we're continually going to look at in the next couple of years. I know some other school districts I've talked with, with a facility upgrade, you know, that can attract some more families yep. too. That can always help. And speaking on kind of the staffing part, I don't know if we mentioned this any time during our recent interviews, where do you stand in terms of substitute pool? Are you guys sitting good there? You know, as far as substitute pool, we do have some uh, substitutes that 
are here on a regular basis, but we also have a pool that we count on. We're always looking for more substitute teachers, but we're hoping that we can continue to use the subs that are around the district, around the area too. You know, we do have people that go to other districts, but hopefully that we're able to keep them here to help us out. But yeah, we feel like we're in good shape, but you know, you you always have those days where you have a, a pocket of teachers or paras or anything that are just just ill and we we run short and we do everything we can our staff is great with just trying to cover within when possible you know for the most part we're doing pretty well with with substitutes all right very good again we're talking with hampton dumont superintendent aaron becker an update on the current school year talking about the latest in terms of facility updates again the hvac project going on at south side once school is over here end of may early june just depends on how many times mother nature gives more days off here at school i guess Aaron, before we let you go today, anything else you'd like to add for the good of the cause? You know, I just to see everybody come together for a fun situation for everybody to be part of. But also I've been able to see a lot of different activities with the band, the choir, basketball, wrestling. And it's just been great to see the community support in all of our different activities. Get to know a lot of people in, in those areas. But it uh, has been a joy to see kids in their passion areas outside the classroom throughout the year. So really appreciate that. Well, Aaron, we appreciate the time as always, and we'll talk down the road again. Thank you very much. All right, Aaron Becker here on our First Bank Hampton Newsmaker program. First Bank Hampton's Newsmaker program can be heard every Monday through Friday on 104.9 FM following KLMJ's News at Noon. To hear today's conversation in its entirety, visit RadioOnTheGo.com, click Newsmaker under the News tab. Podcast listeners can follow Newsmaker and listen to other broadcasts on demand by subscribing to the Radio On The Go podcast for free on iTunes and Stitcher. Thanks for listening to today's Newsmaker program presented by your friends at First Bank Hampton, home of Nesteg. When you buy a car or a house, you may need a loan. Do you know who to turn to for all your lending needs? Hi, this is Colleen Mords at First Bank Hampton. No matter what your financial needs may be, we're always here to help. At First Bank Hampton, we are offering special competitive loan rates with local decision-making and service. Whether you're in the market for a new car, a new RV, or making updates to your home, stop in and visit with us. You can count on us for all your banking needs. First Bank Hampton is an equal housing lender and member FDIC.